Chapter 37, quite an extensive chapter, will take us a week to learn, follows chapter 36. It says like this, The ultimate perfection of the Mashiach era and the time of the resurrection of the dead is the revelation of Hashem's infinite light in this physical world. How will that all happen? Is dependent on our actions and divine service throughout the period of exile. Unlike the aforementioned revelation of Sinai, which was not initiated by the Jewish people, it was initiated by Hashem. These words are some of the most often quoted words of Tanya, that Mashiach tolui b'maseinu b'vadeseinu kolz ma'meshech that Mashiach is dependent on what we do now. For it is the mitzvah itself that causes and creates its reward. For example, wages, on the other hand, paid by the owner of a field to the laborer who plows and plants it, the laborer does not create the money he is paid. He just works in the field and he's getting money independent. But a mitzvah actually creates its own reward. Why? Because by performing a mitzvah, the human being draws the revelation of Hashem's infinite light from above to be in this world. That eventually leads to Mashiach. Because what do I do? I take godliness into an object which till then had been under the dominion, under the control of Klippat Noga, the gray area, as we mentioned in chapters 7, etc., that there's most of this physical world is gray. If I use it for holiness, it will become holy. If I use it for non-holiness, impurity will become impure. So it was waiting, and I took it out of that gray area, and I brought it into holiness. By performing the mitzvah, I brought God's light onto the object which is performed. For example, the parchment of the tefillin, mezuzah, and sefer Torah, which must be made of the skins of permissible kosher animals, as our sages say, for the work of heaven, mitzvah objects, you can only use that which is pure and permissible to eat. So therefore you can only use a kosher animal. But nevertheless, you can't use a, non-anim- a non-kosher animal, um, because that has no potential to be elevated. But even the kosher animal is not holy until you use it for something holy. So too, you have to make sure the esrog is not from a forbidden fruit, um, as we know that the, there's a prohibition of arla, the f- trees, f- a tree, the first three harvests of a tree may not be used for um, a mitzvah. You have to just dedicate it to God. Or money given to charity that has not been acquired through theft and the like. All other mitzvot have to be done with things that come from the gray area, as I said, not prohibited. They have to be the potential to upliftment. If I take an estrog from Arla, it has no potential. If I take pigskin and try to make tefillin, it has no potential. But if I take something with potential, then I took this thing and elevated it. Now that I'm fulfilling God's command with these objects, the vitality within them goes and is dissolved and absorbed in God's light. For in this mitzvah, there's no concealment of God's energy. There's nothing preventing this object to receive God's light. There's no separation from God. Everything's united with God. Similarly, the power of the vitalizing animal soul clothed in the body's limbs of a person who performs the mitzvah also gets elevated. Even in the case of mitzvahs like Torah study, reciting Shema, prayer, the animal soul's power is elevated to holiness. Although they do not involve actual physical action, which is under the klipa, under the gray area, nevertheless it's an accepted principle that 
thought and speech are different, and you do not fulfill your obligation to study Torah simply by thought. You obli- you're obligated by speech, because speech is more action. So you have to bring everything into action. The divine soul cannot express itself with the physical lips, mouth, tongue, or teeth, except by the vitalizing animal soul actually enclosed in the animal. So when I use my speech in the body, so when I use my speech, I'm elevating it. And the more forcefully I get passionate, that's why I'm talking so passionately, about words of Torah or prayer, the more the animal soul's energy introduced, he introduces and closes in these words is involved. So the more you get in, you know, that's why you go into Yeshiva, you see people, fire! Skikacht! You know, all cooked up. Why? Because the more I do it, I'm literally burning animal soul. I'm burning the calories. Use the analogy. The more exercise you do, and the more intense it is, the more calories you burn. The more intense you are involved in Yiddishkeit, the more calories you burn from your animal soul.